Oh, come on now. You know you deserve it. A steak patty on any McDonald's breakfast sandwich. I mean any breakfast sandwich. Biscuit, McMuffin, bagel, McGriddles, a juicy steak patty on any breakfast sandwich. And when you order through the app, buy one and get one free. Now go get them. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Excludes one, two, three dollar menu. Hmm. Wow. Uh, I'm finna. Hello, everyone. This is uh, Joseph Brownlee. Joseph Brownlee of Body of Christ. Real talk. Joseph Brownlee of Body of Christ. Real talk. This is a, a radio program where I try to get information out there with, uh, regarding the body of Christ, what's going around, going on around the body of Christ, within the body of Christ, and behind the body of Christ. You know, I try to inform the misinformed, I try to inform the disinformed about things that's going on around them. Uh, social media, lifestyle, churches, within the Bible, or, you know, friend, friendship, societies, or whatever, entertainment, you know, like politics and stuff like that. So that's what I'm here for. There's others that's doing the same, but it's always an audience that I am able to reach. And my main goal is to reach them with some truth and try to get them uh, closer to Jesus Christ. And that's that's my main goal. So I try to talk about subjects and topics that's, that's very helpful whether you like it or not it might encourage you and it might discourage you and whether you like it or not i do it for one man to try to give you information to try to keep you informed of what's going on around us in this life because there's a lot of perilous times going on around us that uh some of us have no idea what's going on but some information people might know about and some information people might need help with or they might be struggling with certain things that they just need some help with or they just need to talk about and vent out. And that's why I use Body of Christ. I try to get a lot of Q&A. I try to get people to just to comment and just, you know, if they want to, they want something to talk about, if they have anything that's going on, you are welcome on Body of Christ Real Talk, whether you're saved or unsaved. Long and another, uh, I want to put out there, uh, a claim I want to put out there, I do not allow any profanity, any um, cursing, anything on this podcast. So, but if you want to be a participant, whatever you want to talk about, you are welcome, as long as you keep it clean and, and uh, no profanity is allowed on this podcast. This is a God podcast. This is a biblical podcast. And I like to keep it clean and free. You can joke, we can laugh without being, you know, using a lot of profane language. Some people just don't know how to do that, so I advise you don't don't uh, try to apply or don't, don't try to come on this podcast because you try to keep it real in a clean way and it can be done but some people it's very hard i can understand and i respect that okay hot topic this is a big hot topic that i will be starting off with the topic is so hot that it's going to take more than one section to excuse Excuse me to get through these topics. They go my congestion again. You know, maybe it's the enemy, you know, but I'm, I'm going to get it out that I was congested or something clogged up my throat. Well, anyway, I'm not going to let this stop me. I'm going to talk about a topic, and that's I call these hot topics because they're, they're, some of them or most of them is controversial. And people have their different opinions, and many people have different ways they look at it or whatever like that. This is just my way, and I try to get some some 
information that's not based on what I'm thinking in my opinion in certain topics. And these these topics that I'm going to be talking about, like the last previous topic, topics, when I talked about losing a loved one and, and how to start a podcast and stuff like that, you know. But this is kind of a harder one. And this is going to deal with a very hot subject and a very much needed to hear subject. All I can say be discreet. Um, be advised. Discretion is advised. It might not be some of the things you might be going through. Some of these things, and I'm going to let you hear by audio, and that's why I'm going to let the audio do the talking uh, itself. It's not going to be me. But then I'm gonna give you what you know. Some of the things that I struggle with pertaining to this same thing. So you might want to tune in. It's going to be very sensitive because some of you might be struggling with this that I'm going to talk about. I know I do. And I know I did, but not as much. But this subject, I have a struggle with. And a lot of the topics that I'm going to bring up, I'm very transparent. I don't have to tell you anything, but I can, I can let you know on certain things that let you know, hey, I'm real and I struggle with certain things. And people, and you probably struggle with these things too. Therefore, I think we need to talk about it you know, and you let some of these things out. Okay. All right. I'm going to tell you what it is, but let's get in to some real talk. It's time for some real talk. Like I said, welcome to my show, Body of Christ Real Talk. Body of Christ Real Talk. Okay, without any further ado. This is my series on depression. Well, mental illness. I'm going to cover many aspects of mental illness. Now, I want to throw this out there. This is a disclaimer I want to throw out there. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. I don't even understand a lot of their lingo. I'm going to just put it straight. So I'm not giving you advice. Let me say that again. I am not giving you advice, okay? This is not me. What I'm going to do, I'm going to let you hear by audio, you know, I see that video. I'm going to let you hear by audio certain things that's going on in people's lives, what they're struggling with when it comes to mental illness. Now, I put mental illness as broad. Mental illness is broad, church. So this message is for the, the saved and unsaved because both the saved and unsaved struggle with one, more, or all of these, you know, symptoms. The saved and unsaved. So it's for the young they struggle with it. It's for the old. They struggle with it. It's for the middle age. They struggle with it. It's for the white. It's for the black. It's for the it's for the Asian. It's for the Indian. Whatever. So a lot of people on this earth struggle with one, two, or even more of these symptoms. A lot of people. Not everybody. Somebody said ten percent, twenty percent. I don't know about the percentage. I'm not going to throw it out there. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a historian on this and nothing. I just like to address something that I know about. I'm just finna address something that I struggle with. I'm finna address something that I experience, and I just I, I can I can relate to what they're talking about because I know it's real because I have experienced this. I'm gonna talk about something that I know my fiance struggles with even now, and she even experienced it. My princess Nemo Fu, she even experienced it. So I'm gonna talk about a lot of things dealing with one of these areas, and one of these areas might be you that's listening, Body of Christ, real Body of Christ Church, or. The unsaved, the uh, the curiosity listeners, it might be you that struggle with one or two or three or all of these symptoms. Mental illness, I'm going to be dealing with today. I'm going to deal with anxiety, 
and panic attack. Anxiety and panic attack. I'm going to deal with those today. You know, the next segment that I'm going to get into, uh, another anxiety and panic attacks, then I'm going to get into depression. Then I'm going to get into suicidal thoughts, suicide. I'm going to get into autism, young and old. And I'm going to get into all of that in this series. I'm going to try to keep it a couple of days. It might be sporadically spread it out, but I must get through this. So it's going to, this subject is going to take a while. This might be over 40 minutes or close to an hour each segment because I'm just going to be talking. I'm just going to be talking. So you don't have that much time I can understand, but just, just bear with me. But if you haven't, this is very important for the ones that struggle with one of these one of these symptoms or, or, or are a victim of one of these symptoms. Now, another thing it has nothing to do nothing to do about uh oh, excuse me, that was my dryer. <laughs> has nothing to do about devil possession or being uh, uh evil spirit coming about. I can deal with that later on at another time because that's real too. But it has nothing to do with that. These are things it can be chemical disorders or whatever like that. So I'm just trying to keep it. I'm not trying to get let you uh, have you to think that everything has to deal with the spiritual, the spirit realm and devil possession or something like that. Because I'm talking to the church and I'm talking to normal listeners that struggle with this. Everybody's not possessed with a demon. You know, everybody's not possessed with a demon. So they struggle with these mental orders. Pastors, Christians, doctors, lawyer, lawyers, cab drivers, plumbers, somebody, not everybody, but somebody in that order, men and women struggle with this Disorder, one of these mental illnesses that I'm finna talk about. Okay, all right. Um, this is a this subject is close to home. It hits close to home. Uh, therefore, some things hit close to home. I get kind of teary when I see people struggle with this. You know, because I I grew up struggling with certain mental disorders. I'm stronger and in that thing, God, by his grace. And I grew up struggling with some of these mental orders that people do not understand. I talked about uh, some of that on my podcast and my struggles, but I'm going to really get into it, you know, now. So I, I get sensitive and I get touchy when I talk about these certain things and, you know, the struggle, with, especially when it, my when my fiance struggles with it. It hurts me because to me, you know, we're very close. We are as one. Now, I know we're not married yet, but, you know. Uh, it hurts me when I hear her struggle. So I have experience with her, you know, and it's kind of the same experience as a lot of people that I'm going to let you hear. If you, if you want to hear this on audio. So that's, that's why I say viewer discretion is advised. You know, if you having a struggle, one of these symptoms, you might not want to hear nobody go through it because it might get a red light. It might be a red flag. It might kick off of this, uh, anxiety, panic attack in you. If you cannot handle that, don't listen to this podcast because I'm going to, uh, uh, let you listen to some things on here that people that's claiming that let themselves be videotaped while having an attack and they gave their partner the okay, the green light to when it happens. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA, get a quote today. We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. USAA. Restrictions apply. 
videotape them. So I'm taking their word for it. You know, I have no 100% proof that this is real or whatever like that. But what I can say, why would they make something up? This It happens. I've seen it. I experienced it. Not as deep as some others, but I experienced it. And I'm going to get into that too in this short series on panic attacks and anxiety attacks. You say, Joe, what is the difference? It is a somewhat of difference. Panic and disorder goes above. Uh, like, like I said, I'm not a doctor, but I'm just I'm going to let you hear it yourselves. But I know ex- uh, panic is a little more serious than anxiety. But I'm not going to try to explain it. I'm going to let these these so-called professionals or some some doctors or somebody really done their history do that in short videos in short audio video audios and let you hear for yourself so you won't be saying joe said this joe said this is simple this is not joe i'm just going to let you hear it yourself and you go from there so my disclaimer is i am not giving you scientific or doctors or you know you know or advice and you know i'm not putting you on no table or telling you to lead out on no chair this is not jojo giving you medical advice to deal with your problem you have to do that yourself first of all body of christ with prayer first of all with prayer we must stay close to god with prayer because that's the number one you know antidote for the body of christ the unbelievers are different thing they have meds and have different things and have exercises but i don't want to get ahead of myself i want you to hear from other people and diagnosis about this so what without any further ado Let's get into this. Like I said, be patient. This is going to take some time. This is not going to be a short video. This is actually going to be a long audio, rather. And, uh, you know, and I'm going to let you just listen to people themselves talk about different things. So I'm going to be hitting different audios and just let you listen. Now, if some of this stuff bothers you or and if you're struggling with anxiety or panic attacks and you feel you don't want to hear nobody else's, you know, a uh, story of them having an attack, I advise you, you know, don't tune into this. But for the ones that won't help, and I'm saying you don't want help either, and can handle that and we can get together and we can find ways to help each other and stuff like that, I advise you to listen to this because you're not the only one. I struggle with this, you know, myself. You know, I struggle with this myself. Not as bad now, you know, thank God. And my, my fiance doesn't struggle as bad either, you know, but it is a serious thing that's going on, you know. And within us, the church and the unsaved. Okay, so without any further ado, you know, uh, I'm not a good editor and different things on this, so I'll be cutting certain things off because one of the uh, videos does have some profanity in it, and I just be skipping over there because I don't want that on my audio at all. But I can understand, you know, I'm not judging them, but I just don't want it on my audio, you know. So the first thing I'm going to play here for everyone is about panic attacks and what i want to play now is what is a panic attack for the ones that don't know have no idea what i'm talking about what is a panic attack so therefore without any further ado let's start this so i'm, I'm not going to a lot of them i'm not going to play all the way through i'm just going to give you an idea because just in case you you have an idea what it is or you just want to know the basics of the symptoms of a so-called panic attack or so-called panic disorder because there is a difference okay now uh not further ado god bless you let's get ready this is this is one of my hot topics that we need to talk about let's talk about hiatal hernia it has a number of different symptoms including acid reflux well, let me get through that that's a commercial here we go I thought I was dying. It felt like I was having a heart attack. I ended up
ended up in the ER to make sure I wasn't. I got tunnel vision. I, I couldn't breathe. I felt like I would pass out for sure. Now I'm scared every day. What if it happens again? These are the voices of people who have had panic attacks. And once a person has even a single panic attack, the worst part can be the intense fear that it will happen again. I know. I've lived with that fear. My first panic attack happened on a day things were going fine. I was with my friend from work. We were driving home in rush hour traffic. It was busy, like always. I was talking to my friend while she drove and she was focusing on the road. All of a sudden, I couldn't breathe. My chest was tight. My palms started sweating and my heart pounded faster. And it was rising, like it was in my throat or ears. I looked at my friend and the car seemed to get smaller around us. I was positive I was dying right there and then. And I don't want to die. I was so scared and she could tell. She asked if I was okay and I shook my head no. I couldn't speak. She pulled over and called 911. After lots of tests, doctors in the ER told me my heart was fine. They said I was having a panic attack and that they're pretty common. They gave me ideas about how to get help. The reason for a panic attack is sometimes clear and sometimes a mystery. Panic attacks are a group of physical and mental health symptoms that happen all at once. Because of the intense physical sensations and anxiety, people can feel like they're dying. Some symptoms are a pounding heart, trouble breathing, chest pain, feeling tingly or lightheaded, and tunnel or blurred vision. People also feel terror, like something really awful is about to happen. For me, that moment in the car was like any other day until it happened. Either way, because a panic attack is so scary, once people have one, they're often afraid it will happen again. As a result, people change the things they do, the way they interact with others, their activities, and even how much they go to work or school. This collection of symptoms is known as panic disorder. Sometimes it becomes so serious that people stop leaving their houses to avoid places or situations that an attack might happen. This is called agoraphobia. But treatment really helped me, and treatment is available. I found a great therapist who knew what to do. For me, with a combination of medicine and therapy, I learned to live with the fear of future panic attacks and know what to do if one starts to happen. Panic attacks don't have to control your life. You can take that control back. I know. Okay, I'm going to stop it right there because it's just showing you the... Uh the practices and the things you can do to help you with your uh, panic or anxiety attacks. But I don't want to talk about that in this series. I'm going to talk about that later in another series uh, to give you some information or just techniques that you can do to help you. And I'm giving you information. I'm not, like I said, I'm not a psychologist and I'm not a doctor and I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm just going to, uh, you know, some techniques and some things they offer and everything. Everybody's not into meds. I'm not into a lot of meds that I do. Uh, I, I have used some exercises that helped me in my earlier uh, anxiety attack experiences. But I'm going to go to another uh, audio, video by audio you know, about some more explanations on what is a panic attack. Okay, now let's go to panic attacks and panic disorder. And these are, let's go. God bless you all. Here we go. What if you could get rid of your kitchen garbage? I can push okay, the let's get past this. Hey, I'm Matt from Vila, and I want to introduce you to my friend. Discouraging ads. Matt Vila, working.
body for facing the danger. In addition, an increase in breathing rate leads to more blood and oxygen being sent to the brain. Meet Brian. He is a 28-year-old lawyer working at a well-known law firm. He has an active social life. Sorry about that. I had to go to the beginning. I want you to hear the beginning. One morning, however, as he's driving to work, he starts to get a strange feeling. He's not sure why, but he suddenly becomes very anxious, sweating excessively and experiencing extreme fear and terror. As his symptoms get more extreme, he starts to experience shortness of breath and chest pain. What Brian just experienced is referred to as a panic attack. A panic attack is a sudden episode of anxiety and fear accompanied by a number of physical symptoms. Although Brian experienced a few, there are numerous symptoms associated with panic attacks. Some of the most prevalent include palpitations, heart pounding, shaking, dizziness, lightheadedness, numbness, and in extreme cases, a feeling of detachment from reality. A panic attack is characterized by the onset of four or more of these symptoms. Now, why does a panic attack happen? In order to better understand how an attack happens, we must first look at a crucial defense mechanism of the body, called the fight or flight response. The fight or flight response is the body's normal response to danger. Once the body detects a source of danger, signals will be sent to the fear center of the brain, also referred to as the amygdala. The amygdala is largely responsible for the processing of emotions, but its function in regulating the sense of fear is crucial for the initiation of the fight or flight response. After processing, the amygdala will send danger signals towards specific parts of our nervous system. These signals cause the body to produce various chemicals referred to as hormones, which act as messengers and lead to further changes in the body. The main hormone involved in this step of the fight or flight response is adrenaline. Upon secretion, adrenaline affects different organs, leading to an increase in heart rate and breathing frequency. Once heart rate increases, more blood is pumped into the muscles of legs and arms to better prepare the body for facing the danger. In addition, an increase in breathing rate leads to more blood and oxygen being sent to the brain. As a result, the individual would become more mentally focused and aware of their surroundings. Imagine how pressing on the gas pedal makes the car move faster by sending more gas into the engine. Once the danger is removed and the body feels safe, it will need to return to its normal conditions. Now we enter the rest and digest part of the mechanism. Signals from the nervous system will lead to the release of another chemical called acetylcholine, which is mainly responsible for returning the body to its normal conditions by lowering the heart rate. Panic attack. In some cases, the amygdala might become over with normal conditions once a response is triggered. Smoking, as well as a number of mental disorders such as obsessive compulsive disorder or OCD. Many individuals might only experience a single panic attack throughout their lifetime. Others, on the other hand, might experience frequent panic attacks, causing them to live in constant worry of a recurring panic attack. Now, you notice what he said, I, I kind of uh, fast forward a little bit because he, he was breaking down what causes or what happens to your body going through a panic attack, you know. I don't know who this guy is, but he seems to have a keen eye on panic attack. Maybe he's a former patient or maybe he struggles with it because some panic attacks you have the rest of your life for Christians and un unbelievers, you know, you know, you, you're going to, some people, you know, going to uh, suffer with anxiety and panic attacks, but, uh, he, right here, I'm going to continue this audio, but I want you to just, uh, understand the reason why I fast forward, you know, he was telling you what's, what, what's the, uh, symptoms of, but I want to, I really want you to see the outcome, you know, 
later the symptoms you can find it out yourself but i want you to see the reason i want you to see you know the outcomes and people actually you know showing signs of panic attacks is maybe you are suffering with that and they don't even know you have a panic attack or even a panic attack disorder so let me continue okay in some cases, this feeling of constant worrying and anxiety can cause the individual to make changes in their behavior in order to avoid any situations that could possibly trigger another panic attack. A combination of all of these symptoms leads to the diagnosis of panic disorder. About 4% of Canadians and 4.7% of adults in the U.S. will experience panic disorder in their lifetime. It is important to highlight that not everyone who experiences a panic attack necessarily has a panic disorder. And the diagnosis of panic disorder must be... Now, you notice what he said, and that's, that's, I concur with that, you know. You know, everybody that's uh, experienced a panic attack or anxiety attack uh, does not mean they have a panic disorder. Let me say that again. Everyone that's uh, experienced a panic attack, now you're learning what a panic attack is, you know, some of you don't, but these for the ones that just had a, a certain experience and they didn't know it was a panic attack. They didn't know how to put a name to the, uh, to the, uh, the, uh, suffering that they was going through. They didn't know to know how to put a name to it. So panic, this, because you have a panic attack doesn't mean, does not mean you have a panic disorder. Those are two different things. And we'll get into that later. Let me continue. Thank you for listening. We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. USAA. Restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Must be done by a healthcare professional. One factor that makes a diagnosis difficult is that many of the symptoms associated with panic disorder and panic attacks can also be caused or mimicked by a number of other factors. These can include conditions such as heart diseases or thyroid problems, as well as a number of external factors such as the use of alcohol, marijuana, amphetamines, and hallucinogens. The diagnosis of panic disorder is done using a preset criteria. Now, he just let you know right there that some of these, some of those, uh, you know, episodes that some people suffer with because the panic attacks could be caused by thyroid. He said, I don't know how to pronounce it, thyroid or whatever, T-I-R-O-I-D, thyroid problems, you know, different things, marijuana, whatever like that. We're going to get into marijuana because some people think it's okay, but that's another story. Okay. All right. I'm getting back to it. That's my text message. So anytime you hear the interruption of text, that's just a text message coming in. Okay. So let's get back to that, you know. criteria referred to as the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, or DSM-5. The criteria has been set by the American Psychiatric Association and is widely used in the U.S. for the diagnosis of mental disorders. DSM-5 classifies panic disorder as a type of anxiety disorder, which includes recurrent and frequent panic attacks. Furthermore, DSM-5 highlights that in order to be diagnosed with So remember uh, what he said. Panic disorder is frequently is frequent anxiety disorders or frequent panic attacks. Panic disorders are frequent 
panic attacks. That means several panic attacks, maybe through the week or through the day. It depends. A disorder could be anything that you're having, you know, so many times in one day. You know, you know, it's just it's just you having it frequently. If you have a panic attack, that means it just it just happened. You know, something set it off. Uh, you got scared or something tragic happened or whatever like that. It set it off. You just, you know, finna go to a game or you finna graduate. Those can set off anxiety and panic attacks. But a disorder is something like a, a illness. It happens frequently. That's the difference between a panic disorder or a panic, a panic attack and a panic disorder or a desire disorder for the ones that could not. Because the reason I'm... Uh, I'm not trying to break down what he's trying to, what he's saying, but he has an accent. So it's, it was hard for me to understand what he was saying. So that's why I'm just trying to, you know, translate what he's saying because he has a deep accent. I don't know where he's from, but he's a good teacher, but he has a deep accent. and Everybody probably don't understand what he's saying. That's all I'm doing this for. Thank you. With panic disorder, the individual must have experienced at least one panic attack followed by a minimum of a month of worrying about recurring panic attacks, with the worrying often leading to behavioral changes as well. It is worth noting that according to research findings, women have a higher risk of developing anxiety disorders. As a result, scientists recommend that women and girls who are age 13 or older should be screened for these conditions more frequently. Now that Okay, I'm going to stop this audio right, right now because I have so many audios you to listen to. It's just a few more uh, minutes of this audio, but I'm going to stop it right now to, for, uh, because of time constraint. Like I said, it's gonna, this is going to be a long audio, but it's worth it's worth listening to. You're going to learn a lot of things if you suffer with this this type of uh, disorder, which is a panic attack. Uh, okay, remember he left out with women are the more, are the main, they should be screened more than men you know, when it comes to panic and anxiety attack. And I can't agree with that because I, 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 I didn't know many women had this many panic. I mean, mainly I thought it was mostly women. You know why women cry so much? Why they whine so much? Why they go through these mood changes and everything? Because some of those are a sign, not all, some of those are a sign of panic and anxiety attacks over men. But men, I didn't know, had a rate themselves that suffer from panic and anxiety attacks, which I'm going to prove and everything like that, not only with myself, but with others. But I had a feeling women had a high, more higher uh, risk of panic and anxiety attacks, you know, I already knew that. So let me go to another video. Okay, let me go back here and try to get us more educated even more uh, on this right now. Now, let me show you another audio. Let you listen to another audio because you can't see it. I wish you could, you know. You know, you can look this stuff up yourself and everything, but I'm just trying to, the ones that don't have time to do it, I'm just letting you hear the audio part. But, you know, video part is more deeper. Okay, what does a panic attack actually actually do to your body? Now, this is what a panic attack actually does to your body. So let's say you have to read an incredibly long email from your boss that you have to finish before the big meeting starts in 10 minutes. Such as stress, Let's go to substance the withdrawal. Hey there. Welcome by our friends over at Hollywood Health and Society. Thanks, guys. Hey there. Welcome to Life Noggin. Have you ever suddenly, for no reason, feared you were going to die? Or sensed impending danger? Or felt a detachment from yourself? These scary but very real experiences are symptoms of a panic attack. The intense fear experienced... Let me stop there. Now, you just heard him say a detachment from yourself. Hmm. 
these for the ones that don't know they know what he's talking about. You know, the, you some of you probably know what he's talking about. A detachment from yourself. I have experienced that. You know, I have experienced that detachment from yourself. You know, and that's just that that just means you feel like you know you're not even in this world. You sometimes you don't even know where you're at, man. It, it's just the most weird and scariest feeling, man. That, that detachment from yourself. But I don't feel that's what he's talking about. I dealt with that. But let me get back to this. I'm gonna try to stop interrupting. But for the ones that don't understand what detachment from yourself mean, you know, I'm just trying to give you. If he's talking about that, he got to be talking about that because there's times I felt like that, baby. I, I did. During these attacks also cause physical reactions in the body such as chest pain, nausea, dizziness, shortness of breath, sweating, numbness in the extremities, and a racing heartbeat. Panic attacks share a lot of similar symptoms with anxiety attacks, but there are some key differences in how they occur. Anxiety attacks are a response to... Now listen to this because uh, so the ones that's suffering with these symptoms... Sometimes you don't know the difference from anxiety or panic because you have some people that experience it, call it a panic attack. Then you have some people say you just have an anxiety or even some doctors and everything. So this will help you and I to know the difference between anxiety and panic attacks, which they get close to saying, but let them, I'm going to let this audio explain it itself better than myself. to a certain trigger or a perceived threat. After a period of excessive worry, symptoms build up or a perceived threat. After a period of excessive worry, symptoms or a perceived threat. After response to a certain trigger or a perceived threat, they occur. Anxiety attacks are a response to a certain trigger or a perceived threat. After a period of excessive worry, symptoms build up slowly but are generally not that severe. They can last for Okay, I know you heard a lot of stopping and whatever. That's just me. I'm trying to back up so he can get the full context of the, the anxiety attacks. So he just talked about the anxiety attacks and everything like that. You know, that's, if you just got confused with all that going backwards, that was me playing with the, uh, like I said, I'm not a good editor or nothing like that. So bear with me, okay? Be patient with me. You know, we're going to get through this. God bless. Last for days or even months. Panic attacks, on the other hand, happen very quickly. They can last a few minutes or up to a couple of hours and can either occur out of nowhere or be caused by a trigger such as stress, substance withdrawal, phobias, or remembering past traumas. They are much more intense and can make someone feel like they have lost control or that death is imminent. People affected by panic attacks may have just one or two before the cause is resolved or may experience recurring attacks. Due to the intense fear they experience, some people live in constant fear of having another attack, which is the definition of panic disorder. But panic attacks can result from other psychological disorders as well, like social anxiety, phobias, or obsessive-compulsive disorders. Scientists are still unsure of the exact cause of panic disorder, but some theorize it may may be the result of an overactive amygdala signaling for the release of adrenaline. Adrenaline causes several physiological changes. It increases your heart rate to send more blood to your muscles, makes you breathe faster and more shallow to create more oxygen and make you more alert, and releases blood sugar and fats to give you more energy. Together, these changes prepare you to deal with a life-threatening situation and are often thought of as your fight-or-flight response. The resulting physical reactions are similar to what happens during a panic attack, which is why scientists believe that the fight or flight response is involved. If you do suffer from panic attacks, 
You are not alone. An estimated 4.7% of adults in the U.S. above the age of 18 will experience panic disorder in their lifetime. And of adolescents between the ages of 13 and 18, 2.3% will. That's about 12 million adults and teens in the United States alone who will suffer from panic attacks. But... Did you hear that, church? Did you hear that, curiosity listeners? Now, this is just an estimate. This is not concrete proof. So, listen, this is just an estimate, you know. I'm not putting a disclaimer on this. But this is just an estimate, you know. I'm just going with what they're saying, you know, and uh, quoting what they're saying. At least 12 million will suffer from panic attacks in the United States alone. From panic attacks. Now, they don't mean they have a panic disorder, but at least... 12 million, according to this young man that's done his history and his study, I believe, will suffer from panic attacks. And I can believe that, especially now. I'm mean, man, all this stuff going on now with the lockdowns and, you know, the other stuff, poking and jabbing, course, and, and all that stuff. You know, people even suffering even more. And it's, it's, this is serious. That's why I'm getting into this. We need to be prepared. And that's why I'm just letting you listen to this so you know, you know you are not crazy. You're not the only one suffering from this disorder that can be that could be cured and I'm going to talk about that later on down the line but right now I just want you to know the symptoms But I have good news. Panic disorder is treatable. Therapy and medication help reduce the frequency and intensity Okay, I'm going to stop there because I'm going to talk about, you know, according to them they feel it's a different type of treatments. I just want you to get the idea of are you suffering from this? Are you you're trying to put a face on the uh, craziness that you're going through? You wanted, you never knew what it was a name. You probably haven't even heard of panic attacks. You probably heard of anxiety and depression, but you had them all confused and mixed up. But they all cause us the same thing. They all can be a one bundle. That's what I'm talking about. All of them separately, you know, in a way. So, because somebody suffers with what one or two of these or many of these uh, symptoms. Let me go to another uh, audio now on video on audio so you can hear i hope you're getting something out of this uh what i'm talking about all right let's go to physical all right let me go to a short story and this is if you're kind of sensitive like me you know get prepared because you know this this is very sensible sense uh sensible thing stuff that i'm talking about and like i said i get teary with that but i don't care I, I i just boo man i just blow because i can relate to these struggles man i can relate to these struggles and you probably can too body of christ and the unsaved so let's listen to a short story about you know depression and i'm getting to depression you know far as this so i'm just let you hear a short story about depression then i'm get back to uh panic attacks because panic attacks can lead to depression or depression can lead to panic attacks let's let's hear the short story first very important i lost my daughter my firstborn child my daughter libby she was a very active athlete she was a swimmer had some of the fastest times in the country when she was around 10 years old. But around 12 or 13, she began to struggle with depression. While she was in therapy, uh, it allowed her to uh, go on through life. She graduated from college, uh, started a family. Now I want to just uh, give you an upfront what's going on. This young man's doctor, I call all old and middle-aged people young men and young women, that's just me. He's a psychologist. He's a PhD. He's a psychologist. Psychologist, so I just want to put it out there. 
even with all those credentials and experience, he could not help his daughter that suffered from depression. You know, but not, we're not talking about depression now. I just wanted to throw this out there because that was the next audio up. Let me continue. took on a job. Friends and her new family were not supportive of her going to see a, a shrink, going to see a psychologist or a therapist or being on medication. And so she too often tried to deal with it without the support and without the medication that helped her. My daughter Libby was 36 years old uh, when she, she took her own life. Yeah, so if you have any sense that you might be depressed, please don't wait to go talk to a health professional. That could be your family physician, that could be a mental health professional. Okay, I just I just threw that in there because that was the next uh, video up, and I, you know, that's not part of the panic attacks because that's about depression. I'm gonna play that again when I get to the depression series later on down the line, and on this series on on mental illness. Okay, let's find another audio, video audio on panic attacks. Let me digress back to panic attacks, then I'm gonna get to some actual audios of people uh, suffering from uh, panic attacks. You know, so let me go there. All right, let me go up a little bit here. I hope you guys are learning something. Uh, okay, so I'm going to go on panic attacks that's caught on live television. Now, you know, people might say, how hey, you know it's real? I don't know it's real. But, you know, I'm just taking a word verbatim for this. These are panic attacks. Some people are suffering on panic attacks panic attacks on television and you know, different things like that. So I want, I want everybody to see this. Let me see any more stuff I got on here. Okay. All right. Let's go to this first one. This is uh, ABC news. You can't, it's best if it was on video that you can see the many the expressions on this young man's face. But all I can do is I can tell you what's going on. You know, it might not seem nothing more dramatic, but uh, panic attacks or uh, affects people in different ways, and they have different reactions. You know, and everything like that. So let's let's go here to this this newscast guy. Okay, and I'm gonna go back. Let's get out of these. No, we're not talking about falling in love now. Let's get out of these ads. Okay. Excuse me, sometimes you got to go through the All ads. battle, whether we have panic attacks or not. Call it the voice in your head. That's right. I feel stress. It's the inner... Millions of people watch your life come unglued, an all-out panic attack on TV. It happened to our Dan Harris, but his journey of discovery brought back some lessons for all of us about our lives, too, and he's telling us about it tonight, Dan. Hi, Dan. This is a very personal story, as you know, because you were right there when it all started. Sometimes there are things holding us back from being happy, and we're not aware of it. Remember, this is a real-life panic attack. You cannot see it. I wish you could, but you can look this up, too. Dan Harris. This is his panic attack. On television, on audio. Welcome yeah. to the most embarrassing day of my life. So we're going to go now to uh, Dan Harris, who's at the news desk, Dan. Good morning, Charlie and Diane. Thank you. This Whoa. is me 10 years ago. And the reason this is the most embarrassing day of my life is not that it looks like I've been attacked by a blow dryer and a can of hairspray. No, it's that I am about I'm to. I'm going to kind of walk you through this because you cannot see it. What's going on? I'll let you know when it's happening. Maybe providing a big bonus. Researchers report. People who take cholesterol-lowering drugs called statins 
for at least five years may also he's kind of going through it now you can hear through his breathing to prescribe sentence slowly for cancer production at this point i realize i'm helpless so i bail right in the middle uh that does it for news we're gonna go back now to robin and charlie all right thanks see he cut it short and that was a sign according to him because he experienced it before, and this is a real person. This is a news anchor. You probably heard of Dan uh, Dan Harris, whatever his name is. He when he said uh, uh, he cut it short, he cut it short for a reason because he was having a panic attack right there on television. So let me continue with this, not just kind of walk you through it. So um, let me let him explain it, and uh, I won't interrupt you through this audio at least. <laughs> Thanks very much, Dan Harris at the news desk with some of the headlines of the morning. Want to go to Tony Perkins now. He is once the fear subsided, humiliation rushed in. I knew with rock solid certainty that I had just had a panic attack on national television. So why would I tell you this very embarrassing story? Because that on air meltdown was the culmination of something that had been building for years, something I never stopped to address. It's something we all battle, whether we have panic attacks or not. Call it the voice in your head. Where I feel stress or when it's I feel the inner narrator that can control us. Highly critical. Get in the way of living the life we want to lead. For Brian Simmons, it was outbursts of anger. I would act very reactively. Very For Becky Schmitz, it was emotional eating. Eating was like my security blanket. And for a young Dr. Mehmet Oz, it was a racing mind that kept him from focusing on one thing at a time. For me, a Saying a voice in the head is too benign. Look at this. Dr. Oz. Now, a lot of you heard of Dr. Oz. You know, Oprah Winfrey, you think of Dr. Oz, but he's got his own thing going on now. He's even running for, uh, you know, the Senate, for, uh, you know, in the Senate, but I I ain't finna get into that. But Dr. Oz even struggled with, according to this, panic attack. I don't know if he has the disorder. If he have kept continual having it, that means he has the disorder. I don't know. What I mean, they made that mean. These are doctors. I don't know. Let me let him finish his own story, okay? Uh, sometimes I get ahead of myself. Let, let me let Dr. Oz finish his own story. In other words, I'm just letting you know, even celebrity, celebrities and even doctors, real doctors, suffer from this disorder. Benign, an expression of what really happens. That massive cacophony that we hear, deafeningly loud. Does it surprise you at all how much time we all spend fixating on these self-defeating voices we hear. I have always been surprised how much time we spend wasting on the voices in our head telling us we're not good enough. In my case, like many Americans, my inner voice was pushing me to succeed. Annual New Year's party in New York. This is me in my late 20s. Thank you, Dan. Dan Harris. I had my dream job, but I also had doubts about whether I was good enough. But it's hard to do that. All right, I'm going to try it. Three, two, one. My solution? Become a workaholic. After 9-11, I volunteered to spend years in war zones where I covered the heroics of our men and women overseas and got a real taste of both the horror and the adrenaline of combat. After years of always barreling forward, when I finally slowed down, it was as if my mind revolted and I got depressed. And so in my free time, I briefly but stupidly began self-medicating. And it was those recreational drugs, my doctor would later tell me, that almost certainly produced the on-air panic attack. But losing it in front of five million people became a turning point. It set me off on a strange, unplanned odyssey. The kind of search so many of us embark upon for answers, understanding, and strength. 
Ultimately, it would lead me to something I never would have expected, as it has for Dr. Oz and millions of others. Going inside my mind is no longer going behind enemy lines. After a journey that involved megachurches, self-help gurus, and brain researchers, what I found is something. Okay. So if you notice, he said, you know, uh, what triggered his. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Panic attacks or panic disorder was, was his lifestyle, what he was doing. That can happen. It's certain things triggered these things in our lifestyle. You know, that's just real talk. It's certain things that's triggered in our lifestyles. My lifestyle, uh, my fiance's lifestyle, and the ones that struggle with this disorder or just once in a while disorder in your lifestyle, there is a trigger and everything. But let me right now, right now, let me just go to another uh, example of a person having an attack on camera. Now, this is another one. And uh, this guy right here, let me see. Let's get to him. And uh, I got to also explain what's happening on this video as well. You can see. Okay. So let's get through the cut ads. And then this is going to be a little more longer. So, you know, be patient with me. It's worth, it's worth the wait. Be blessed. Talking a bit more about my experience with anxiety and telling you a bit more about my life and how anxiety has affected me throughout my life. During this film, I had a panic attack or an anxiety attack, if some of you call it that instead of a panic attack. They're pretty much both the same thing, panic attack, anxiety. Okay, let me just give you a... Uh a heads up of what's going on. This is a young man. He does videos, I'm assuming, about mental health and anxiety attacks and panic attacks because he struggled with it. And I, I give, I, you know, I lift these people up that goes right on camera and to help people. And they let you know they're taking a chance because they're in front of people. And sometimes that's a, that can be a bullet point, uh, if I can call it that, or some type of, you know, a red bullet that sets off anxiety or panic attacks or whatever you're suffering with. And I just, I just, uh, you know, I just recommend these people, you know, you know, you know, uh, that does this, you know, far as that some people cannot speak in front of a lot of people that have anxiety attacks, you know, and they start flipping over their words. They're not like me. I do that anyway, you know, but anyway, but some people have an anxiety attack. You know, just doing that, you know. So he took a chance. He was doing one of his so-called explaining, I guess, uh, you know, the different symptoms and the different signs of having a panic attack. What I, what I want to talk about also uh, later on, um, and he happened to just have one and he's going to get through that. It's kind of lengthy. 
and stuff like that. But if it takes too long, I'm, uh, if you hear, I'm going to be doing some fast forward just to get through the gist of what he's trying to get through. Study all the lingo, but you'll have an idea where he's going with his struggle. God bless. Anxiety attack. During the, my attack, panic attack and anxiety attack, I totally forgot the film was rolling because it was, you know, I wasn't even thinking about the video, as you will see in a minute. And I'm going to show you exactly what happened and how it happened. So hopefully some of you at home can see if you suffer similar. Now, when he started going through it, you will know. I'm going to let you listen to his breathing. And these are some of the techniques and the exercises that I guess he uses to, st to stop the panic and anxiety attacks. This is very serious, people. And I'm going to get into that of my experiences as well, you know, but just listen to his breathing and everything like that, you know, and I'm going to try to explain the best way I can, but I just want you to just hear the breathing. If you're not, if you're sensitive to this and it's going to set off a reaction, you believe, I just advise you just turn it off. But these for the ones that they feel they're strong enough, they can deal with it. God bless. Similar to me and also so you can see what it's like to have a panic attack or an anxiety attack just for your references at home or if you're out and you have one of these attacks you can see if it was similar to mine and if you are actually having a panic attack or an anxiety I failed all of my classes. Okay, this is one of the aggravated YouTube out. commercials they must go through. I scored in the 99th percentile on the GMAT and got a master's degree for an anxiety attack. So, I'm a bit nervous about showing you guys and girls at home. I wasn't going to show you this footage. However, after thinking about it for a couple of hours, I think the footage might actually help you guys and girls at home. So... Here is the footage. So some of you might know I've been suffering from anxiety since I was 14, 15. I don't know why. Okay, you hear the breathing? He's going through it now. It just came out of nowhere. Listen. Forcing yourself to work hard is a recipe for burnout. Oh, these aggravating ads. It's only eight minutes long. Why do you need an ad? <sighs> Thinking about my heart attack. exercise he's doing to slow it down. I know this by experience. It works.
God. Just breathe. Just breathe. It's alright, mate. Just breathe. Slow it down. Slow it down. Come on. Come on. You're not having a heart attack. It's alright. You're not having a heart attack. Come on, mate. Just breathe normally. Think normally. It's okay. There's no need to panic. Come on, mate. You can do this. You've done this many a times before. It's alright. There's nothing wrong. Come on, mate. Pull yourself together. Come on, mate. Not having a heart attack, mate. Come on. Just breathe normally. Come on. Still here with me, I hope so. That was a, a live video of this young man having a panic attack while he was doing a video. Now while he this was one of his back old older videos and uh he was having a panic attacks and the breathing that you heard wasn't so much from the panic attacks, it was it was his technique to slow it down because the fast heartbeat, the you know, the anxiety that you go through, you think you're having a heart attack because your heart stopped uh flubbering and stuff like that you know and it's just it's just a crazy weird eerie feeling and everything so let me show you let you listen to another uh example of another sign like it's different outbursts or different ways it's different things people do when they have having these all of them is not the same but a, a close a lot of them are close are the same but these just different examples and signs of a person having suffering with anxiety or panic attacks or something like that at the moment so let me go to another one here and the you're going to hear these ads coming in because i'm doing this right at the time you know that i'm doing my podcast because i cannot edit the ads youtube got to get the ads in this how they able to show i understand that this stuff for free but i i just feel man if you got to add only five and six and seven minutes uh, i mean you got a little video f for five or seven minutes why keep interrupting with you know, these ads and everything. I could see if they was 30, 40, 50 minutes, but YouTube really got bad at that. But that's another story. I, I, I don't like that about YouTube. Let, let me continue. Okay, here's another uh, person, young lady, going through and showing an example from an anxiety attack. Now, this one is a lot of crying, and she can't control herself, but I'm let her explain herself. And this is also one of the symptoms of my fiancé, you know, that has the disorder, you know. And she's very stronger than now, but let me, let me just go ahead. This is another example of another sign of a panic attack. Maybe you can relate. Maybe not. You've taken traditional antidepressants for years. Here's the commercial. Let's depression. get through that. Ketamine and okay, let me go through the beginning and everything. Uh, reading. Sophie, this is what a panic attack can look like when you are a parent. Uh, it's like, uh, I can't breathe. <laughs> I just don't want to be here anymore. I just can't cope. 
I'm gonna have to put my girls to bed. <laughs> just gotta start trying to cry. I'm gonna have to tell them that I'm poorly. <laughs> it's the night times that I find the hardest. Oh. Okay, so let's go. They got some uh, some readings up here. You know, they got off her. But listen to this. 85% of moms, I don't know if it's from England. They say moms. It must be England. Of moms suffer from anxiety. And remember, anxiety and panic attacks, are go. they go the same way. You know, but I think uh, according to what they said, panic attacks are just a little more. It's more frequent than anxiety attacks. And uh, Okay. 85% of moms suffer from anxiety or mental health issues during pregnancy. Now, a lot of us know that, you know, by experience, if he was married and uh, your lady was uh, pregnant and everything, the mood swings and the stress they have to go through with pregnancy. And, you know, because the child comes out of them, they put up with more of the, the stress factor of it. So I can understand them going through anxiety and pregnant, uh, pregnant attacks and <laughs> panic attacks. It is a pregnant attack, attack to some ladies. But let me read this again. I didn't know it was this high. 85%, according to this article, of moms suffer from anxiety or mental health issues during pregnancy, or at the early stages of becoming a mom. So let me continue here and see what else is going on here, if they're going to get back to the young lady. Okay, let's go here. All right. It also says 23% have had a panic attack. Wow. In the presence of their children. 23% of moms have had a panic attack in the presence of their children. Wow, that's something new to me too. Okay, let's do some more reading. Now, these are common triggers for panic attacks. And I'm going to read them out to you. You might be familiar with this. It's common triggers for having a panic attack or showing that you are having a panic attack. So the ones that's having certain, you know, symptoms like this, you know it's a you know from now on after listening to this podcast and this short series on panic attacks and other things, you are either struggling with a panic attack or you have a panic disorder. So you know, I'm trying to give all the information that I can. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I can't cope. I'm not good enough to mom. Nothing is safe. Now I'm reading, I'm just quoting what this article is saying and everything. These are symptoms for moms that are struggling with this panic or anxiety attacks. They'd be better without me. Better off without me. 38% fear they would be judged. Wow. And a quarter fear their children could be taken away. Moms suffer through moms or moms in England suffer through this quite a bit. 38%. Wow, that's new to me. And they're probably new to you too, moms that's listening. Let me continue. Mm-hmm. 
49% had never sought help for their panic attacks. I can believe that. It's a lot of people struggling with panic attacks. Now, some panic attacks lead people to drinking. At least they don't over-medicate themselves. It's different reasons, but we get into that some other time, okay? I feel so alone. You know, I hear that quite a bit, you know, from someone close to me. You probably have to experience that too from others or yourself. Let's continue. Just like physical checks. Okay. 84% want mental health checks in pregnancy and post-natality. Uh, post-natality. I guess that's post-pregnancy. I guess 84% wants that. Hmm, interesting. I'm Emma Kenny, the Channel Woman Psychologist in Residence. We know that whilst we all work so hard to keep it together, the reality is that lots of us struggle with issues such as anxiety. We wanted to create a resource that can help you. I guess you this is what a lady that's created this site. And she's just giving an explanation why. I'm also someone who has struggled significantly with anxiety over the years. In fact, there were some points in my life where I literally struggled to get out of bed because I felt scared of everything. Anxiety attacks feel absolutely overwhelming for the individual dealing with them. They can feel incredibly scary. You can feel like everything's out of control. Often you'll have thoughts that are completely overpowering and leave you feeling completely helpless. There are also physical symptoms that can accompany an anxiety attack. Shortness of breath, feeling like you can't breathe, even a choking sensation, and just a sense of feeling overwhelmed by your physical body. Know that you are not alone. Channel Mum is here to help you. I'd like to... Okay, I'm going to stop with that one. There's mostly dealing with women and what they struggle to. Oh, God bless these women that struggle uh, with these attacks and everything, you know, and, and men as well. But uh, some of the symptoms she talked about, a lot of you probably can relate to that, you know. You probably experienced that, you know. And if you are experienced that, I just advise, you know, just get, for the Christian, get some prayer help, get people around you, pray about it, you know, and or get some, you know, some some help. It's okay to see a psychologist or, or whatever, even a psychiatrist, as long as they just not, if they try to uh, lead you away from the Bible or the Word of God, I wouldn't deal with them, you know. If they only want to talk about science, I wouldn't deal with them. If you can get a Christian psychologist or Christian psychiatrist for the believer I'm talking about, do that. Just make sure they believe in God, you know, or just have some type of idea that there is a creator out there. Now, for the unbeliever, you have a choice. You know, you can go to, it's good to go to some type of psychiatrist, psychologist, whether you atheist or agnostic or whatever like that. The ones that's curiosity listeners that listen to this, that's just, I'm not. A doctor or psychologist, like I said, but just try to get some type of help. You might not be a praying person, and it's almost a waste of time to pray if you're not a believer. But it is other helps, and even some meds that if you're interested in that, to get some type of help. Let me try to find one more, and then we just, let's talk. Yes, let's talk. Okay. All right. Let me go to another panic attack, anxiety attack called on camera. And I'm going to try to fast forward this one because some of the language is on here I don't want, but I hope you can hear some of the sounds. And I hope this is helping you because hearing it, I wish you can see it, but you can find it on YouTube. Just uh, just look up uh, panic attacks, anxiety disorders, and there's so much help and things that you can do on YouTube. You don't have to just go back here. Go back yourself, you know, and find out a lot of information to educate yourself if you're struggling with this for the believer and the unbeliever. Let me go to another one here. 
Hey guys, this is Joe, founder of and the Aggravating YouTube commercials, of course. Guys, just a guy. A very vulnerable side of me. Okay. All right. And this is a guy, you know, he cuss a little bit, but so I try to keep it forward. So let's go. Okay, he 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 was just explaining. He he gave his lady, you know, his wife or his lady permission to film him as he having a, a while he was having a, a a panic attack. And I, I you know I give kudos out for him, man. Good for you because people need to understand that this is real. What's going on for the believer and the unbeliever, you know? So this this stuff is real, you know. So let me just try to fast forward a little bit while he's going through it because it's less profanity. I don't want to deal with all that profanity. Here he is. He's going through. You might not hear much. We'll just listen to the sounds of how she's, you know, coping with this because she's got experience of being around there. I, I figure by her experience, she's been trained how to respond to this because it's very important when somebody is going to a, through a struggle. And you don't need to be a doctor or psychiatrist to know this. When someone is going through a struggle, the first reaction is for you to panic and, or get upset and get mad. I used to do that with my lady and everything like that because I didn't understand it. I took it personally and everything until I started struggling a little bit uh, with anxiety myself because of stress, but I'm not going to get into me right now. Let's get into uh, how she more concerned about how her she, she's re reacting to him going through this because uh, I'm sure the first time it happened, she probably got upset or took her personally and didn't know what to do. So, therefore, let me just let you listen to her how she reacts. And if anything, you know, so I'm gonna try to fast forward. I'm not gonna uh, get into a lot of this because uh, I don't know when this guy gonna let, let Lucy start cussing. It's no fault of him. There's just these are real people. That's just 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 the real deal. I just don't want the profanity on my audios. Here we go. Too loud, I'm sorry. If you slip and cuss, excuse me, I try to edit and everything, but I'm hoping that he don't. I'm trying to be very careful. Very touch edgy. She can't hardly touch him because you gotta watch the way you touch a person that's struggling with panic attacks because they have an attack. They're not themselves really. They are scared. They're nervous. He's putting his blood pressure thing on, you know, around his wrist. And she's so calm, man. Look at her. She's so calm. Listen to her carefully. Look at what you think she's offering. I'm sure she was trying. Fast forward. Okay, now he's he's believed he's having a heart attack. Even though he's been through this so much, you still think you're having a heart attack when you have a panic attack. You don't know. You know, you start floating, your heart starts floating, your chest get tight. To her. She's so calm. She's offering certain things, trying to get his mind off his problems he's going through. He's, he's very touchy. Oh boy. 
Okay. You know, if you heard this, I know you, it's, it's better when you see it in video, but, you know, you listen to her calmness. That's what's needed. You listen to her calmness, how she's uh, she's treating this this man that she loved very much, I'm sure, that's going through these panic attacks because he's a total different person. And he's touchy. You know, he don't want you. You don't want. And that's one of the signs that, you know, they don't want you to touch him. Then they want you to hug him. Then they don't want you to touch him. You know about that. You know, you know, both sides, male and female. And But when they're going through this, this is what I'm, I'm looking at right now. Now he's looking at his pressure and everything. I don't know what the pressure is showing. Sometimes it ain't got nothing to do with your blood pressure. It ain't got nothing to do with none of that. It's just a mental thing. It's mostly mentally that I find out. Panic attacks, I believe. I don't, I'm not going to put percentage on that because I don't want nobody saying I'm, I'm acting like I'm a doctor. But it's high. M majority of the time, it's mental. You know, the majority of the time is mental. And I'm going to tell you why I believe that, you know. And uh, I think a lot of doctors doctors tell you that too, the majority of the time is mental. So let me try to get a little more in the number stop. And then we're going to talk and going to end it from there. Okay, hold on. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic. With an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther. Right here at AutoZone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. All righty. Talking to him, a little cute doll looking at her, looking at the doll, don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, he's really struggling. He's rubbing his face, he's rocking and stuff like that, you know. She's moving the couch, if you hear that sound. She's moving the couch. She's trying to do something to keep his mind off the struggling, what's going on mentally in his head. Wow, this is serious. If I'm breathing, that's part of panic attacks. To breathe, you feel like you can't breathe. You're short as a breath, but it's all mental. Mario, Enjoy the time. You ain't finna die. It's just mentally. It's very scary. Here. Put some music on. It's a real funny, cute music. Whatever helps that person. It's different for different people, so it's different strokes for different folks that's going to calm you down, calm us down. When he walks off, I'm going to stop it. When he walks off, because he's going to get up and walks off, walk off. You're going to be sorry. Let's do... What the fuck is Oh. You heard him, he got that through. I'm going to keep it on, but it was some cussing. So, he's finna get up. So, I'm not going to have a lot of cussing on here. But I'm going to keep going, and I'm going to leave that. 
but that's just part of the frustration, just being real, you know, sometimes it's going to happen. He's looking at a kid's film. Maybe that helps him just looking at a kid's little training thing or something. He likes, you know, it calms him down because he seemed cool. Now he's sitting there, he's putting his head on his throat and whatever like that. So, you know, I'm going to stop it there because there's too many commercials here on YouTube as well. I don't want that. You know, excuse the uh, the F word that he used, the F bomb that he threw out there, but that's just part of life. I can't cut everything out like that. You know, I can edit it later, but I'm going to leave it like it is because, you know, far as that, and I'm, if it offends you, you know, uh, you know, I'm sorry about that. But sometimes, you know, you get worse cussing than that when people just even don't cuss, having a panic attack, find a way to cuss. Well, anyway, I'm going to stop it there. And uh, let me go back and see if there's anything else. I told you this is going to be a longer podcast because you just can't do this in 15, 20, 30 minutes. It's too much about this uh, that's going on. Okay, I'm going to stop it right there. All right. Okay. That's panic attacks. Those are symptoms of having a panic attack. Okay? Those are symptoms of having a panic attack. Let me get up and walk around. Now. The reason, again, that I'm doing this is for educational reasons for us that suffers, that suffer with panic attacks and anxiety attacks. Those are some of the symptoms and signs of having a panic and anxiety type. You want to you want to find out more? Google it. You Google it. You duck duck to it or whatever. You can look at different things that that is a lot of help that can help you that struggles that will help the ones that you know that struggles with panic attacks and anxiety attacks. Okay, anxiety attacks and panic attacks go hand in hand. But I, I believe, according to uh, what I have looked at, not only from these audios and from these videos, that a panic attacks is just you have it several times over. Panic attacks is more severe, and if you having it several times or so many times through the week or through the day, you have a panic disorder, according to you know doctors and psychologists and psychiatrists. Not Joseph. This is psychologist and psychiatrist saying it's not me. Okay, you have those. There's really uh ways to deal with it. Now, you want to know about the ways of dealing with panic attacks. I'm getting to that at the ending of another video that's going to tell you certain things that you can do. I'm going to end it because this is this has been quite a bit right now. You know the signs, you know the symptoms, and you should know if you get these problems with panic and anxiety attacks. Now, if you are a drinker and if you do drugs, there's another, that might be another reason why you, that, that could be cause, cause of it too, you know, but I'm not going to get into the drinking and the drug and the and stuff like that. That's another teaching that I want to deal with, but I want to deal with the ones that don't drink and struggling with panic and anxiety attacks. You don't drink, you don't do none of that, or you're a light drink or whatever, you know, I'm just letting you know, I'm just talking about, you don't have to be a drinker. And majority of the time, people that struggle with anxiety, I believe in panic attacks, are non-drinkers, are non-smokers, or, you know, non-druggies, or they just do it lightly, they just struggle, maybe they start doing drugs because of anxiety attacks. That's the issue we need to deal with. They start doing certain things like drinking, smoking to cope with panic and anxiety attacks because they they cannot deal with reality okay all right okay i'm gonna stop there because i don't want nobody saying i'm trying to be a psychologist and you know so i'll let you listen to things myself but you know what i'm going to talk about right now is my fiance 
Then I'm getting to myself. Uh, when I first met my fiance, I'm trying to you give you about give me about 15 moments. When I first met my fiance, you know, and I'm a, I'm keeping kind of short. She struggled very hard with panic attacks. I didn't really never heard of panic attacks until I met my fiance. And I'm serious. I never heard of panic attacks. I thought it was just something. Said, Why are you panic and stuff like that? But I didn't know panic attack was real until I met my, my fiance, uh, Princess Nemo Fu. And uh, that's what I call her nickname, Princess Nemo Fu. Her first name is Christina, Christina. But I call her my Princess Nemo Fu. And, it, it, and she gave me the okay to talk about this. Anybody that I'm trying to talk about that st struggle with anything, I always try to ask them, is it okay for me to use you as an example to help someone? Is it okay to use you? I don't have to use your name unless you want to. There ain't got to be no last names, but it's okay. I try to get your permission, even my lady. I don't care if it's my brother and my sister, my dad or mom. I I will not throw them out there unless I get permission from them. Now, you know, now, you know, something like that. So to talk about them, you know, but I knew she would, but I just like to ask anyway. That's just the way I mean. I like to get your permission. So anyway, she suffered with panic disorder. So she had, she, she suffered with the most serious part of disorder, you know, when I first met her uh, at 24, because I'm 19 years old in the hood. She, I met her at 24. She's going on 38 now and I'm 57. So now I'm not rocking a cradle, you know, <laughs> but I am 19 years old in her and that's my fiance. She's stuck in Spain now because of the lockdowns. Well, anyway. She suffered very strongly from panic attacks, and I learned a lot about panic attacks from her and what made me try to search out what is a panic attack and what's the signs of panic attacks. I started searching it out and I started looking into it. And I know a lot about panic attacks. There's probably some some people in a doctor in the hospitals because why? And I'm not saying this to be bright because I searched and I and I, and I uh, lived through an experience in it through my uh, fiance. Uh, you know, and I learned it and you can find a lot of things on YouTube itself. Some people, they might get out of hand. I'm not saying everything is correct on YouTube, but it's a good avenue to search of certain signs and symptoms and videos you need to look at if you just wonder. And I look at, I look up a lot of things. If I have leg pains, chest pains, I look at different people and I search different things because I want to find out what's going on with my body. I don't take care of my body like I should. And when symptoms come, you know, I try to search things and I try to look for things, what's going on physically and mentally with my body. That's I come, I learned a lot about panic attacks. I have some type of um, self-educated in a way on the basic panic attacks and signs of anxiety attacks, you know. No, I cannot look at a person and just say you have the panic attacks, but I can see they have a symptoms they might have that there might be something else I'm not sure, but it's different signs that prove and even with those audios that people that have anxiety and Panic attacks. That's all I'm saying. You can learn the same way. You can do this yourself. You don't need to be a psychiatrist or get a degree or PhD or doctorate to understand this. You can learn these things yourself. Okay. My my fiance suffered so much. I, she used to cry on the phone. I didn't understand it. She used to couldn't get her words out and stuff like that. I did not understand it then. Until later on down the line, I used to get upset because I didn't understand. Not at her, but I took it personal that you know she didn't want to be around me. At sometimes I kind of took it personal because I didn't understand what was going on with my boo. She was so sweet. Was. I mean, she is so sweet and everything. I didn't know what was going on with her, you know, when she suffered. I get emotional just talking about it, you know. So if you hear my mouth voice, I'm not having an attack. I'm just, I just get emotional, <laughs> you know, because the watch, 
to listen to her and to watch her struggle with that. Just look at her, her going back and forth, her talking sometimes, wasn't making any sense and stuff like that. I didn't understand that. You know, she didn't want to be bothered. She couldn't talk, and I, I kind of took it personal. That's why I had to learn about the withdrawals of a person that you love or close to or you're around that's having a panic or an anxiety attack, okay? So to make a long story short, she, she suffered from panic disorder. She's much better now. She's much stronger now. But she's still suffering from panic and disorder. Her disorder, I knew it was a disorder because I researched it because it had just happened. Sometimes it didn't take nothing to kick it off. It used to, you know, because the struggle she went through when she was younger and certain things, uh, that bullet kicked off her her panic attack, but you know when the disorder came. She it just happened, you know, and it's even worse if she just you know, was worried about something like that or just thought about it will kick off that that anxiety or that panic attack. She has a panic disorder. She's doing much better now, much much better now. She's very strong now. She's a Christian now, and she's much stronger now. Thank God for that. Now me. <sighs> I probably had panic attacks when I was little and did not know it. I probably was suffering with panic and anxiety attacks when I was younger. Let me give you an example. Now, people knew that knew me when I was younger knew that I suffered and with this. And that's part of, of the mental illness I'm going to get to because I suffered. The mental illness I talked about when it came to depression, anxiety, and thoughts and suicide and stuff like that, it's a couple of those I struggled with and still battled with as I got older. You know, it's a lot of hot topics that I'm talking about I struggled with or struggle with. So I just want to be real with y'all. I'm a real person. I like to be real. That's how I get stronger in the Lord. I be real. And I let you know the things that I struggle with. I ain't got to tell you everything. I ain't got to tell you what I do. But I, you know that I struggle with certain things and therefore uh, anxiety. I'm not going to say I had panic attacks. I don't think I got that far. But anxiety I struggled with. I start having... Uh, anxiety attacks that I know was anxiety attacks. I grew up struggling talking to myself. I, I grew up struggling saying certain things. I grew up struggling. I get so nervous. I get panicked. I just I just feel I'm not even in my own body. That's when they say you feel like you're away from your body. I started that when I was younger. I used to get laughed at. I used to talk to myself. That might have nothing to do with a panic attack. That might have to do with autism or anything. I don't know, but I'm going to get into that. I'm going to search because I want to know. You know, I'm going to search for that. And I think I know now, you know, by the grace of God, you know, the Holy Spirit will lead me to know what's going on with me and how I can defeat this. And I understand now it might be something I might be dealing with before he come and get me, whether I pass away or he just come lift me up to get me that perfect body and the perfect man. But let me digress. So later on, a few years ago, five years ago, before my, uh, my, my sister passed away and everything like that, I was struggling when I moved back to Chicago, you know, I still, I got my panic attacks started happening because there was so many things happening within my family, you know, my, uh, sisters passing away, bless their heart and different things and my mom passing away. All that was just, you know, building in at me, you know, when my sister passed away, even before that, I started struggling with nervousness and anxiety and everything. I struggled with that uh, attack so seriously a couple of times. The first time when I struggled, I was asleep. And listen to me closely. Then I'm going to let you go. I know this is a long audio, but please be patient. with me. This is very serious. It's going to help somebody, you know. And uh, I fell. I, I was asleep. And I had a dream. I don't remember the dream. But I was dreaming I was having a heart attack. 
listen closely. You probably can you can relate to this. I was dreaming I was having a heart attack, and my chest was actually hurting. Yes, it was actually hurting. You know, and I just felt I was having a heart attack. Maybe I was. I don't know. But when I got up, I panicked. I got up too fast. I got up too fast, and I was panicking. So when I got up, my heart was beating so bad, so fast. And I was so nervous. I didn't feel like I was re in reality. So as I was walking towards the door, I felt darkness coming. You know, the colors started changing. Everything. I didn't see colors. I started seeing black and white. I guess that was a sign to me that I was finna faint. And uh, I'll make a long story short, as I was walking towards my sister's room to get some help, my sister Linda, that's when she was alive, when I was walking towards her room and everything like that, you know, I was walking closer and closer to her room, I fell out, I fainted, I felt myself blacking out, but I wanted to make sure I, I wasn't going to hit nothing, so I fell out, but as I was out, I could, I could, I could feel myself breathing hard. And I could feel my sister saying, you okay, Joe, Joe, Joe. Because I tried to reach the door. I was out. But I was battling, trying to keep myself going. And I was breathing real hard. You know, now remember this. I didn't know I was having an attack then. I did not know. I just thought I was dying. I felt like I was dying. Therefore, when I finally came out of it, I felt good. But she called the ambulance. So when the ambulance came, and I sprained it to her, before I even got to sprain it, they, the first thing that, uh, that everybody said, uh, it seems like you're just having a panic attack because your blood pressure and everything is fine. I believe it's just a panic attack. You know, I said, panic attack, you know, anxiety attack. I said, wow, I knew my lady had that, but man, I just, that's my first time feeling those symptoms. But let me go forward again. That wasn't the first time I fell out. I used to get up so fast, my heart you know, race so fast, and I get the brain, and I get sick, and I fall out, and I faint, so that wasn't the first time I had blacked out and fainted like that, because somewhat of an attack, or it could be, could have been a problem with my heart, I don't know, but it scared the daylight me when I fell out a few times, you know, you know, like I said, I didn't drink or nothing like that, I had stopped that years and years ago, well, anyway, I used, by me going through that situation, that started me to have those bad thoughts. Even today sometimes. That started me to have those bad thoughts. So if I can if I thought about having a heart attack, I have an anxiety attack. That I know what it is now. I start panicking, I start getting nervous, and I have to get up and walk around. So I start searching certain things. What's what's some of the things that I can do that that are slowing you down mentally. Because my mind, like Dr. Oz said, man, your mind going everywhere. My mind be everywhere, man. Everything that's wrong you could think about, I'm thinking about it. And I start panicking. My heart start fluttering again, you know. And I'm just, wow, walking around. And if I don't stop it, I'm going to fall out. I'm going to faint because I'm so nervous. Because I wasn't in reality no more. So what I start doing, you know what I know? I start rocking back and forth. I sit down and rock. Rock. I pray. I wouldn't even pray sometimes, man. I'd be so nervous I couldn't get a prayer out. But I did. I started praying a little bit. I don't remember. But I just used to rock. I know I used to rock a lot. Rock, 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 rock. And some for some reason when I rock, I start calming down. Reality start all kind of crazy stuff going on in my mind. And I was I didn't know what was going on with me. I started rocking, but it'd calm me down. It was subsided all the way, but it'd calm me down. I stopped rocking. Okay, let me get through this and everything. That happened several times. Several times I used to do that. So my technique was always rocking or walking around. Rocking back and forth in the chair. Some people are sitting in a bathtub, I heard. They sit in a bathtub. Some people go in a corner. Some people do different things or they'll start eating or they'll do whatever will help you to slow that down. That's what you do. That's all I got to say. Straight 
about prayer, sometimes prayer. It didn't work all the time. I, I don't know why, but it didn't work all the time because I was too gone to even get into a serious prayer and everything. But, you know, on the long run, I have learned to just rock myself back and forth and everything. I'm just being real now and to start calming down and start subsiding. So that was one of my techniques until I started doing prayer or I started saying thank you, Jesus, or the blood of Jesus or whatever like that. Uh, whatever came to my mind, I started doing that. And it did subside. Thank God it did subside. Sometimes... Even today, I do that now to keep myself calmed down because I start thinking of the wrong things and it's, it want to sneak back up on you because that, that thing is very serious. That attack is very serious, uh, people. And some of you probably experienced that or is experienced that now. Okay. Now, I'm going to cut it short right there. And what I want to do, want you to understand now, if you suffer from panic attacks or even anxiety attacks or a panic disorder, you know, there is a difference between a panic attack and a panic disorder. If you're having these type of attacks because of what's going down for the last few years, that can, that can kick off disorders, you know, and different things like that. I'm going to get into all that on my, uh, my later one. They're not going to be that as long. I'm, I'm spending a long time on this because this is my opening on mental illness, and then I'm going to deal with a lot of things, suicidal mental illness, depression, talking to yourself, you know, um, uh, suicidal thoughts and uh, autism. I'm going to deal with all of that, okay? So just remember, I done this for what? To help us, the church that's struggling with this. And we need to talk to somebody. We need to have a prayer group. We need to just get together. If you have a comment, leave me a comment. Let's pray because we need help through this struggle. This is very serious. Okay. I'm going to continue with this before I go and I get it. I'm going to do another segment to finish this off about certain things that you can do because most of the time it's not serious. It's just mostly mental. It could feel like it's serious, but it's mostly mental. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to show you some ways you can just take it or leave it. I'm not a psychologist, but at least some people out there show you some different ways, you know, that you can get help on these Panic attacks and anxiety attacks, and I'm getting into the next situation about mental depression, you know, uh, that's going on in our lives. Okay? All right. I'm going to deal with suicide, and I'm going to deal with depression. I'm going to deal with suicide, and I'm going to deal with depression. Those coming up, so it's might not you want to hear about, but it's just real. We need to deal with this stuff, okay? All right. If you're not saved... If you never accepted Christ in your life, there's some good news after this. So don't 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 get depressed. There is some good news. There's always some hope when it comes to these mental problems. You know, it just takes time sometimes. You know, for all of us. You know, so if you've never been saved, just trust Jesus Christ in your life and believe in His death, burial, and resurrection. Death, burial, and resurrection. You know, you accept Him according to First Corinthians fifteen one to four. First Corinthians fifteen one to four, and His death burial and resurrection. You accept it in your life and you believe that because your sins have already been taken care of according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 19. He's not imputing trespasses against us anymore. Our sins have already been dealt with so the door is open. You just believe in what he done. Just believe in that. And his death, burial, and resurrection. Okay? This is Joseph Brown, if, Brownlee of the body of Christ. Real talk. I got to slow down. I'm talking fast. This is Joseph Brownlee of body of Christ. Real talk. I just deal with real talk, what's happening in our lives and our Christian walk. You know, this is for believers and the unsaved. And my goal is for the unsaved to be saved, to be spiritually made alive. Okay. God bless you all. This is a special bulletin, the beginning of my 20 hot topics. 
And this is an all-in-one package dealing with mental illness. Mental illness is a broadness. It deals with suicide, depression, panic, anxiety, attacks, you know, you know, all that stuff, autism and all that stuff. I'm going to deal with this with other people, with professionals, and my own opinion in this situation uh, myself, okay? God bless you all. Love y'all. This was time. This was real talk, okay? God bless you all. Espanol to my Spanish listeners. God bless you all. Stay tuned for the continuation on this little short documentary or expose of mental illness symptoms. And then we'll deal, deal with uh, what things we can do to, uh, to better ourselves and make ourselves stronger. Because some of us going to deal with it until, you know, we're gone. You know, that's just being real, okay? And some of us going to be totally delivered, you know. So let's see. God bless you all. Peace out. There is hope after all of this madness. Bye-bye. Love y'all. Woo-woo. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.